Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I need information. I need it five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert, an everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. So, um, what's new in your world? Well, Ansel Algort loves a good shirtless selfie, and who doesn't, frankly? Apparently, though, Ansel really loves them, Colleen, because there are 17 of them now in a row on his Instagram. Not like a slideshow, like one after another, after another, after another, after another. I gotta, I wonder, I gotta understand better what this is all about. Nobody really knows. He's yet to comment on his reasoning for posting the photos. Um, Apparently this might have something to do with a a trailer coming uh, down the pike for a movie called Goldfinch, which dropped on Wednesday. The trailer did. And, um, (laughs) Uh, nobody really knows. Although I will tell you, a bunch of celebrities were like jumping in on the conversation. Zoe Kravitz writing, "Dude, what's happening right now?" Oh, oh, oh. I mean, really, what is happening? <laughs> I will say also when you say shirtless selfies, some of them are you know like shirtless selfies, like I think you would think, but others are just like him from the neck up, clearly not wearing a shirt. It's but so bizarre. It's not. Yeah, I don't know who only knows what is going through some celebrities minds I know. On but you know what it got attention so all right speaking of attention good segue boy yes. george's life is getting the movie treatment do you hear this mgm no. is going to produce a feature film based on the life of your favorite 80s singer boy george and uh this is with sasha gervasi i uh, i don't know uh sasha however you would know sasha from such movies as my dinner with Hervé. Anvil, the story of Anvil. Okay. Nope. I still wouldn't know that. The biopic <laughs> will be produced by Kevin King Templeton of Creed 1 and 2. Uh, it looks like um, Boy George will executive produce. He, of course, is the latest uh, superstar to get the big screen treatment. This after, of course, uh, Freddie Mercury's Queen and Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. And by the way, that movie grossed over $900 million. These are no small thing. Of yeah. course, the one that's uh, going to be in theaters. Uh, Rocket Man this coming Friday with Taron Edgerton playing the singer. This will be interesting. I have to confess, I don't know a whole lot about Boy George. Um, I know uh, beyond the music. So this will be interesting. And I'm glad he's involved because that helps. The film, which remains untitled, will explore his humble beginnings in an Irish working class family through his rise to the top of the international charts uh, with, of course, his band culture club nobody no wants to see a movie about an artist that doesn't start with humble beginnings right yes. like if you were like i'm a really really rich yeah no nobody wants to see that movie and uh well good news 
Okay, hey, um, did you see that Jennifer Hudson honors Aretha Franklin's legacy at the Pulitzer Prize ceremony? Oh, no, huh? Yeah, apparently she did with Amazing Grace. Uh, Aretha Franklin, of course, racked up plenty of honors uh, when she was alive. And uh, she, of course... um, is still winning uh, awards. And Jennifer Hudson was there for the Pulitzer Prize ceremony in New York City and uh, by all accounts gave a rounding, a rounding, a resound, rousing rousing rendition of (laughs) Amazing Grace. And uh, I wish I had audio for you, but I don't. Do you want to just sing us out with it? or Amazing Grace! Okay. That was fine. No, I feel like I didn't do her any justice, but... You can read about it on our website at mytalk1071.com. And of course, you'll get some more headlines next hour right here on My Talk 1071. How is it she knows everything? My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. All of the colors, baby doll, when it comes to a lover, I promise that you'll never find another like me. Okay, I need a little help with um, a game that I should not need help with. And okay. That game is Clue. Oh, yeah, the, the board game where, you know, you killed, or you got to figure out who killed somebody. Who killed Mr. Body. Yeah. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I feel like there's got to be an easier strategy. So my kids have just recently gotten obsessed with the board game Clue. Okay, did the, you do you own this game or how did they start playing it? Uh, we own it and you know, sometimes I think we were over the holiday weekend we were just looking for some fun family together time and that's a game where you don't have to have like everybody kind of is on an even playing field. You know, one person is not necessarily better at one of the strategies you need to employ, you know, like a math game or something like that. So everybody it was perfect for all of the ages involved and it was great. So we decided to play Clue, and I thought, well, you know, I've played Clue a thousand times. Like, I know what the deal is. I know all the subtle, you know, there's all these, like, little subtle things that you're looking for when you're playing Clue. You're paying attention to who shows their card when and what has been guessed, and you're trying to deduce who has what Clue in their hand. Yeah. And so I thought, well, I got this. So I had this like very sophisticated note-taking system. Oh. We've played it probably five times in the last five days. Okay. And I've lost 100% of the time. Oh, no. And I've lost to my young children. Oh, well, that's probably not a bad thing, right? Yeah, like, but your it's... kids get to feel like they're winners at the game of life, although it's the game of flu. But I'm not letting them win. That's the problem. And so... We're a competitive bunch. I'm going to need a win here pretty soon. And there's got to be an easier way for me to like strategize Clue. But in any case, so if anybody knows one, I'm all ears because I got to win at some point. 
Do you have an idea? All right, 651-641-1071. What are your clue strategies for Colleen? I don't have any strategies. I Googled it for you because I figure like in this day and age, there are no secrets. So if there's a strategy, in fact, I was playing this game on my phone, this cute little game called Kingdom, by the way. You should play it if you need a game. Um, But uh, I was like kind of crapping out because I'm one of those people. I just start playing a game. I don't do any reading or anything. I just kind of play. And then very quickly, I ran out of ideas. And so I was like, oh, I could just Google it. And sure enough, everybody has done this. So I would start with the Google box. And there is literally an article called How to Win a Clue. Basic Strategies <gasps> for the Board Game Clue. What is it? Just, well, I want basic. It's like so says, basic. Figure out your opponent's cards. Eliminate one possibility every turn. Spend your time in rooms. And I can go through each one of these in specific as you're answering the phone here. But. This particular article lays out all sorts of winning strategies. Um, For example, figure out your opponent's card. Apparently, there are 21 cards in the game of Clue. Six suspects, nine rooms, and six weapons. That means that there are many combinations. The cards you and your opponents hold are not the killing cards. So by the process of elimination, you'll want to mark off your cards and your opponent's cards. Okay, so like that's kind of what I was doing. Do you use secret passages? Yes. Do you focus on room information? Yes. Do you spend times in rooms you have? Yes. Do you copious notes can help? That's my problem. I think I take too copious of notes. Copious or clue can be played as a simple deduction game with the above tips. But if you're willing to write everything down. That's me. That's what I do. So if you're desperate for a win. That's me. You can write down each suggestion made who showed a card to each opponent who showed you each card, and which cards you have shown to each player. Doing this will be a lot of extra work. That's what I do. But it can give you a lot of benefit. I think I do too much. Okay, let's go to Johanna. She's She's got uh, she's got a strategy for Clue. Hi, okay. Johanna. Hi. So this is kind of an old school strategy, and it's kind of lame, and I apologize. No, that's but... fine. Lamer, the lamer, the better. <laughs> so I work in a behavioral medicine clinic, and one thing that I've noticed with kids body language and if you have really really competitive kids watch that body language watch for those little like sly smiles to the side or watch how often they're looking at their cards and watch how often they are making accusations at other characters and by that it's one of the easiest ways to win at least that's how I've done it because I play a lot of board games because I just I like them <laughs> okay so but, this is um, interesting because I have a daughter I have a daughter one I, my daughter always gets very excited but I can't tell if she's excited because I, I don't know what she's excited about mm. but she's usually that's like her tell but I don't know what she's telling me yeah so oh. watch their body language. Body language. Okay, I got yeah, it. Yeah, body language. Definitely. It's the best way to look at it. Look for those little tiny cues, even if it's ever so slightly, like when their eyes bright up like that, because kids are real easy to tell when they're playing board games because they get real competitive. So yes. I say watch that body language. Okay, I love it. Thank you so much, Johanna. Again, if you're just joining us, uh, Colleen needs to learn how to play Clue, and people are giving, well, not learn how to play. She wants to learn how to win Clue. Uh, because her children are winning, and frankly, she needs um, to beat her children at a board game, which I think you should contemplate that reality. We're a competitive family. I think it's not good for the kids to always win anyway, Yeah, but, because they need to learn. So you let them win, but you're you're just like... I just, they are winning authentically, and I do want to just say I'm proud of them, because it <laughs> means that they have learned but some skills. 
But I the just want to win. Is, the segment is not called How Do I Honor My Children for Winning? It's, no, it's I How Do I Beat My Kids? A dumb game clue. Alice has a strategy. Hi, Alice. Hello there. So how old are your kids? So I have uh, a 12-year-old and two 9-year-olds. Okay. Um, I My suggestion, my strategy suggestion is throw that game away. It sounds like too much work. <laughs> yes, I know. Oh, my God. Thank you for Thank bringing you, that Alice. up, Alice. Because... <laughs> That was funny. It's true. In fact, anytime a game you have to like start thinking, I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm totally not playing. Like mm-hmm. when people, you know, like these strategy games on the computer and stuff. I'm terrible at strategy I don't, games. No, I like bridge. I tried to learn in high school. We had this um, wonderful humanities teacher who was like, we're going to play like your assignment for the next semester is to learn how to play bridge. I I didn't. I couldn't. My brain doesn't work that way. Neither does mine. I played. I think bridge is remarkably sim- similar to the game spades. You know that game at yeah, all? No, I don't. Okay, well, card games. I, I'm like horrible at card. I am games. not great at them. Yeah. And uh, poker. I no. played it in a group setting, and I felt. Like I was deficient in every single oh, way. Oh, it's uh, too no Trump uh, because you no. can't do the thing with the thing, and, and then, then you got you got this card and you showed this and that. And I then don't people even like get mad at you if you screw up. Yeah, and I'm like, I thought I couldn't screw up. I yeah. thought this was a game. And but to no, me, it's, games. Uh, the point of games are to have fun. And if I need to t- like get uh, you know like my dissertation in a particular subject to play the game, no thanks. You're not interested. Well, maybe no. listen. So maybe the best bet at our house. I Why think don't you everybody just go wins watch if Clue. we watch the movie Clue. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Right. Maybe that's how I win at Good. Clue. There you go. That was helpful. Thank you. Uh, I'll keep you posted uh, on. Whether or not I ever win the dumb game, though, because I know we're going to play it again. You know how that is. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I heard that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, so we've always kind of known that Courtney Stodden, the child bride of Doug Doug Hutchison, uh, had some daddy issues. Mm. But now we actually know how creepy her daddy issues are. It's going to be real fun, you guys. Buckle in. You're going to wish we were still talking about Clue after this on My Talk 1071. You probably think that you are better. That Courtney Stodden, who is the former child bride of Doug Hutchison, had some daddy issues. But now apparently we know just how creepy they are. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lynn. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Instrum, Bradley Trainer. Bradley, how do we know this? Well, uh, I was reading this article. Apparently she did a podcast uh, or an episode of a podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glynn. They do a podcast called Hollywood Pipeline Podcast, wherein the Instagram model and singer... Uh, among other things that you would know Courtney Stodden from. Most notably, you will know Courtney Stodden, of course, from her marriage to Doug Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in this particular podcast, she talks about an embarrassing situation that happened after she changed her appearance. And I thought, oh, that's a funny story. Let's hear about the story. So remember I said daddy issues, yeah. right? Because anybody who would marry a 50-something-year-old man when you're 16. Yeah. I kind of just feel like that's a stereotype or a judgment, but it's probably some daddy issues. There's probably some books written on it. Anyway, the... Um, I'm scared, by the way, of this story because I have I don't know what's The headline next. says, Courtney Stodden says she once got hit on by her father. Um, okay. They need to know more about that, obviously. In the podcast, she talks about when she went from blonde to brunette. Have you seen her recently? Yes. So she's got the brown hair now? Yep. She's the brunette. Uh-huh. And she apparently hadn't seen her father in a while. Put a pin in that. When she invited him out to dinner, she said that her dad walked into the restaurant and gave her a smile before walking by without realizing he was flirting with his own daughter. Yeah. And she said... That's, that's nasty. <laughs> that's nasty. She said, quote, that's kind of bleeped. nasty. Yeah, thank you. That's kind of bleeped up. He didn't even know I was his daughter. Right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm like, well, okay, I paid for the price of admission. Courtney's son says she once got hit on by her father. Apparently, he didn't recognize her. Ha, 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 ha. Well, this is really weird because go back a little bit further in time. This is, we're now in May. This would have been in April. She posted something on Instagram about her daddy issues. And Which, by fa- the way, I believe was the name of, no, maybe that was a different artist. Doesn't somebody have a song called Daddy Issues? Oh, it's, it's not, not Cardi. No, maybe it okay, should sorry. be. But False she posted alarm. the following on Instagram. My father told me to never to contact him again. This was in April. And that he does not have a daughter. My heart has been torn into pieces over the damaged relationship with him for over a decade now. I left home at 16 and got married, most likely due to abandonment issues and not feeling worthy enough for my dad as my emotional state wasn't a priority to him, nor spending quality time with me. So yeah, I chose to leave. I fell in love and finally felt nurtured. My dad, in turn, threw away all of my childhood memories, including hundreds of videotapes, my first birthday, gymnastics lessons, singing and dancing videos. The thing is, my father doesn't want to be a father, and then I I have to finally accept that. I can't change him nor who I am in order to make this happen. Shout out to anyone who's feeling lost. Okay. So that's when I was like, whoa, there is a lot going on with this young lady. Yep. Because first of all, she's telling us a story about how her dad once hit on her. This was recently after her father allegedly told her he didn't want to see her ever again. Do you see what I'm saying? Wait, so so, like there's a lot going on. Because so I, I guess I interpreted it as though. She had written that post 
after they actually did meet for dinner. It's possible okay. that that's what took place at that dinner, but um, it's either Yikes. that. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, um, they have a bleeped up relationship. And the story that she's leading with is that he tried to hit on her. Although, I mean, walking by a woman and smiling. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that was really hitting on her. Yeah. Because I just feel like her perception of what's actually going on has to be a little warped. Right? Well, so that's what I was just telling, thinking. Yeah. Her telling of the story, especially through the lens of she's clearly got some resentments toward her father for whatever reason. And th- I'm glad to know this because for those of you who haven't maybe listened as closely to our show over the last few years, we've always sort of wondered what's, where is her father in all of this? Right. 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 And she, you know, not only does she have daddy issues, obviously, she also has mommy issues because remember her mother essentially signed off on her marrying Doug Hutchison, who was the same age as her parents because she had a crush on him. Yeah. The mother did. And And that showed up many times in their marriage. I would encourage you if you have nothing better to do to spend some time looking through Courtney's son's mom's Facebook. And oh, have you never done that? No. Oh, there is just there. There's just a lot. There's a lot going on in that family. Okay. So Ooh. at your leisure. Um, and, you know, there are always two sides to every story. So you don't know. And I mean, sh- this is a girl who clearly has had a very difficult childhood. Yeah. In terms of the way she views herself in the world. Right. And usually we would look to the parents and what kind of environment they provided this young girl. Um, Although there are two sides or three sides in this particular case, if the mom is involved to every story. But um, the other thing I will say is that in this conversation that she had about her daddy issues, she talks about her relationship with Doug Hutchinson, which remember again, she married a 50 some year old man and then things didn't work out. She still makes it sound like she is responsible for all of the problems in that relationship. Which that is, uh, yeah, that's another super sad thing. And she also does that thing, which I wish people wouldn't do, but I get why they do it because she doesn't know any better because she's actually probably a good person and the people around her might not be so good, is that she like defends him and like she also defends her dad. And if, if her dad is the kind of person that she claims he is, like, you don't need to, you know, like, I will love him forever, and he just doesn't know, and blah blah blue. Like, I hate when I see people bending over backwards to cut people slack. Right. Like Doug Hutchison, um, he's a 50-some-year-old man. He took advantage of a 16-year-old girl. Right. You don't got to apologize for him. Right. I you see, don't have uh, to stick up yeah. for him. I, yes, I understand why she does yeah, that. Yeah, of course. But you're right. It's like shows an inability to see things for what they actually were and how they looked. I hope someday she comes to learn that, you know, she's good enough. She doesn't need to be taken advantage of. When we come back, we've got some celebrities behaving badly on my talk. One Oh seven one.
Well, every day on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We like to tell you about celebrities behaving badly, and we have a very specific name that we use when we tell you about those celebrities, and that name is Dayback! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who you got, Trainer? I have a D-bag, and her name is Mel B. Mm. Mm. Why for? Well, I'm fixing to tell you, but right now, this dumb little thing called technology is getting in my way. So hold on just one moment. Oh, I I can tell you this. So Mel B, um, Spice Girl, right? Yeah. She was talking to Pierce Scary Morgan. Scary Spice. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Scary. Ooh. <laughs> She was talking to Piers Morgan. Mm-hmm. And actually, this interview that she did was pimped earlier uh, this year. Because remember, we heard a story that allegedly she might have hooked up with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Jerry Hallowell. Well, mm, yes. Nope. Put a pin in that. Oh, okay. And right. TikTok, 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 um, TikTok, 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 TikTok. The Rock. <clears throat> Zach Efron. Oh, yeah, that's right. So at one point, he asks her about her sex life and whether uh, the gossip about her high school musical hookup with Zach Efron had any truth to it. And uh, the response was, with raised eyebrows, she didn't say a word, leading Morgan to say, no denial, her reaction, but no comment. So okay. she, you know, it just, it feels like if it didn't happen, you would just say it. Or if it did, you would just say it. But so basically she wants you to think she had sex with Zac Efron. Uh-huh. That is not why I chose to make her my D-bag. Well, it was a good enough reason if it was. It's that whole um, thing about her sexuality. And, you know, I'm not one to usually tell people what to think about their sexuality. However. Well, yeah, what happened? Well, this, you know, remember I said stick a pin in the Jerry Hamlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, he asked her about his uh, about her history with Jerry uh-huh. and uh, another bandmate, Melanie. Which one's Mel's? Mel? Mel C is Sporty Spice. Sporty Spice. She had great. How boobs. do you not know your spices? Uh, I don't know the names. I know the spices. I just don't know who's who. Okay. Um, <laughs> when he asked if she slept with Jerry, she nodded affirmatively. She's going to hate me for this. She's all posh in her country house with her husband, but it's in the past. But it was a thing. It just happened. Okay, so then he asks her about her sexuality, and this was the issue that I. She says, um, he asked her if she defined her sexuality as she has been intimate with both men and women, and she said, "No, I don't. I don't think I have to. You fall in love with whoever you fall in love with, and I just don't have a preference." Which is like the most cockamamie BS answer. Excuse me, and thank you that somebody could say about their sexuality. Let me get some popcorn. Because, yes, sure, in a perfect world, you d- you don't have to own anything. You can be who you are, right? I can hear all sorts of people. It's nobody's business. Blah, 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 I can be who I am. Yeah, except if you aren't attracted to men or if, you, you know, like people assume Mel B is attracted to men. If she's not and she likes women too, great. We have a club for you. Mm-hmm. And if you're really in that club, you realize the importance of owning that you're in that club because that's an important statement because it it um, it's not always accepted right. if you're in that club. And so for the people who actually have to struggle and overcome 
uh, not being honest about that or not sharing that part of themselves or if they have to hide it or if they are judged because of it or if they are bullied because of it. All of these things are why when you just sort of have these airy fairy like, oh, I don't define anything. That makes me think you aren't really ready to accept you who you really authentically are or you just kind of had a casual hookup with a a lady once and that's not really a part of you but then just own that but don't try to have like the like i i am like this because it sounds all woke and it's not necessarily as woke as she might think it is and frankly even if you are that woke and i would imagine if you're like 20 maybe you live in that world where you don't have to define things because the world has been that way for a lot of people now for the last few years in a way that it wasn't when I was, a, you know, growing up. So I get that my experience isn't everyone's experience, but um, and things change over time. Um, but she's of a generation that she should like if you if, if you're really going to own that part of yourself, then you should really acknowledge that that's part of yourself, part of yourself and not just try to be like, because I think here's what I think. I think she's just using it for publicity. Right. You know, like, oh, I'm going to talk about my scandalous grabbing of Jerry Hollowell's boobies yeah, um, for publicity. And I just, I, that's what kind of grosses and me And I out. also feel like I, this, the, the interesting thing to me is that it is Mel B, Mel C, Scary Spice, who's doing, all, see, that's my problem. I get the Mel's mixed up. Scary Spice is the one that's doing all of the talking right now for this Spice Girls yeah. reunion. Yeah. And so, and part of that probably is because she's willing to say whatever she knows will get eyeballs on it. Yeah. Again, she basically, if again, this is part of her and you don't know that this is a part of uh, like the other people involved sexuality, you're now potentially outing other people without talking to them or getting their permission to talk about these things. So that just makes me think that you're not taking this seriously because if you were, you would have done what, adults should do and that's maybe talk to the person before you say hey do you mind if i go on piers morgan and drop the bomb that you know we hooked up back in the day yeah so that just frustrates me when people treat things casually like that thank you for sharing your feelings yeah, well, and thoughts i do okay. i do oh i always feel bad when i say this because she's so sweet oh marie kondo are you having D-bag remorse? I am. I have D-bag remorse over Marie, Marie Kondo. Kondo. Everybody loves Marie Kondo. She's organizing people's lives. I know. Well, no. She's making people think that they can organize their lives. And then when they get about halfway through, they're like, oh, this is a lot harder than I thought. And then their life stays a mess. And thank you, Marie Kondo. Sorry, I'm just dropping truth bombs. Here's why she's my D-bag today. All right. Because uh, she is now going for your children. She's Marie, going for ch- is she Marie Kondo a child is predator? coming for your children. No, okay. she's writing a book for kids oh, called Kiki and Jack's The Life-Changing Magic of Friendship, which sounds so cute, right? Yes, it sounds very Japanese oh. too. Yeah, it sounds like an adorable book, but part of what this book is going to do is teach your children about the concepts of tidying up and what sparking joy is all about. Okay, so she's writing a children's book about sparking joy in your children. And what's your problem exactly? My problem exactly is that children, everything sparks joy for children. (laughs) Like children are the embodiment of spark sparking joy. Children 
are joyful. So would you have rather have a write a book that's like your <laughs> I don't I, worry about it. Fine. All I'm trying to say is like my if you think my children are going to be discerning mm-hmm. about what things in their lives spark joy, yeah. you're wrong. And this is just a repackaging of this message of her tidying up message that's going for your kids, but it's not actually really for your kids. It's really for the parent who's reading to their kids and they're supposed to learn life well, yeah, lessons. It's like I'm dog- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Scared that this is a cult. That's all. It's like dog food. They don't advertise dog food to dogs. No, that's true. This, this children's book is not for children. No. It's Be for, honest about it's it. It's for parents to... To buy for their kids. Exactly. And it's going to make her a lot of money. And I wonder if that money sparks joy for her. Or right. how uh, she's doing on tidying, for me. tidying up her finances. She sits there counting her money and putting it in a drawer. I'm I fine bet that with that. She, I bet that when she, like, I bet she just has, like, a very cackly, like, we don't see this part of Marie Kondo, but I bet that there's, like, a moment at the end of the day where she just sits Rolls back her money. and just goes, ha, 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 I've done it. Hey, she's it. not alone. She's sitting in a room with Gwyneth Paltrow, I know, Kylie right? Jenner, who are like, I got, I got all the money, yeah, for just telling them some stuff. It's they true. feel good now. Hey, it's America, man. Oprah, O L R. Figure that out because I am doing it wrong. Well, it ain't happening here. Now, when we come back, we have an awkward story to tell. Oh, you, you guys. Oof. We got busted. embarrassment. And actually, it makes me kind of nervous to do the D-bag segment uh, ever again, because we got busted by one of our D-bags. Yeah, so um, that happened. Somebody who we called a D-bag during our celebrity D-bag segment. Listened to the segment. And and then uh, reached out on social media. We got busted. Yeah. We'll tell you who busted us and how it all went down. Uh, All the embarrassing details after this on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. And my friend said, I know you love her, but it's overnight. It doesn't matter, put the phone away. It's never easy to walk away. Let her go. It'll be alright. So I still look back at all the messages you'd sent. And I know it wasn't right, but it was messing with my head And everything deleted like the past year was gone And when I touched your face, I could tell you're moving on 
Okay, so we have some awkward news to share with you on the Colleen and Bradley show. Hi! My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Um, we got busted by one of our D bags. Yes, yeah, so. Remember when we talked about Goop's podcast that targeted men? It was called Goop Fellas. Which we thought was a very clever name. Yeah. Hosted by a guy named Dr. Will Cole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, let's just refresh your memories. Here's just a little sample of what we said about the host of the Goop Fellas Goop podcast for men, Dr. Will Cole. Okay. Also, what kind of doctor is Dr. Will Cole that's hanging out with Gwyneth Paltrow? That's what I want to know. Because part of the thing, like oh, most... Oh, he's a ketotarian. What the heck does that mean? I don't know. Functional medicine practitioner, which, you know, look, functional medicine is a real thing. It's a thing. He's a, uh, I don't know what kind of doctor he is. He's uh, probably a chiropractor. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm just curious because it seems like a lot of medical doctors have sort of gotten in line with the fact that she's not. He is a chiropractor. Uh IFMCP and a DC. Okay. Okay. So that was also part of uh, a general um, D-bag spreading of the notion that you needed a goop podcast for men. And we kind of took that to task somewhat. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Specifically, though, with Dr. Will Cole. So Mm -hmm. imagine my surprise. Now, that was last week, right? That was the 22nd of May. So, yeah, literally a week ago. So then I wake up this morning to the following comment Mm -hmm. on uh, my anniversary post on Instagram. It's a picture of Jamie and I. Uh Underneath that photo, you'll see a comment from someone named, oh, look, Dr. Will Cole. I was like, oh, okay, wait a minute, what? And the comment reads as follows. The Goop Fellas episode was good. You two are very talented and funny. Okay. He went on to like three other photos. My morel mushroom photo, a photo of some flowers, and of course the one of Jamie and I. So, What's interesting, Bradley, is happened. this morning you told me about that. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not good about checking my Instagram or... I just am not good at that. I just forget to do it all the time. So I thought, well, I wonder, I wonder if Dr. Will Cole has shown up on my Instagram feed at all. Sure enough, 10 hours ago, he liked a picture of one of my cats. Oh. And a beautiful sunset over Lake Mille Lacs. So here's the thing. I think this is like, like, this is maybe a shady way of being like, I see you bitches talking smack about my podcast. It's very awkward. That was so awkward. We went back because we, here's the thing is we had forgotten what we said and we went back and listened to it. And the whole time we're like, white hot embarrassment, hot embarrassment. It is not every day that you get called out by the D-bags <laughs> that well, you fact, crown actually, on your show. We count on not getting called out by the D-bags yeah, that we talk about on our know, show. Look, I, I I, had this thought, this internal conversation with myself. Well, you know, you have conversations like this every day. And do you really feel bad about it? No, because I will go back to what we said. Everything we said, I thought was valid we stand beside and fair and not overly it. crude or mean occasionally we what why are you looking at me like that keep going 
Um, so I just felt completely justified. But my first reaction was to be like, oh, God, do we need to apologize? No, no, there was nothing to apologize no. for. But also, can we just point something out? Uh, are you going to talk about what I, how I the fact that I am going to double down on the D bag? Yeah, because the fact that he found that meant that he Googled himself or had I'm, I'm assuming he has like a Google alert. Fine. Because it was in because my first thought was to your point was how did he know that we talked about him on our podcast? I'd like to think that, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow is streaming my talk 107 on a regular basis, but I highly doubt it. Especially after all the, you know, what we talk about her. Yeah, but maybe she gets secretly, you know, uh, a, a joy from listening to it. However, that's not the case. Then we discovered that Holly had put the goop fella's name in the show notes. And by the way, it is right beside the word D-bag. Yeah. Which tells you without listening what you need to hear what you need to know about so i'm assuming that. he had some kind of google alert that pops up whenever you know your project is mentioned but then not only that but then take it a step further he listened to the show well not even that but just think about what uh he had to do oh yeah so he found the show and listened yes, to it he listened to the show then then he found us each on the instagram yeah so he had to write down our names and then find us on Instagram and then take moments out of his day after he's already committed moments to listening to, to say our podcast to comment. And like, I'll give him credit. episode was good. Here's what I will give him credit that for. That he's positive? That he's positive and we were raging B-words. Yeah. We weren't raging B-words. Fine. We, we were our normal B-word selves. We were our normal and, you know, our beefs go back ages we have age-old beef yeah we've got really aged <laughs> dry aged beef with Goop <laughs> and Gwyneth Paltrow but I did have the thought to myself you know what it would be good to have Gwyneth on at some point to talk to her about these issues and mm-hmm. who knows maybe we should have Dr. Will on to talk about the only problem play I this have tape all the way through the only problem I have with that is that they you know they win then Right. I mean, that's I want. That's what I mean. I want to play the tape all the way through. Right. It seems like a good idea. Let's reach out to the guy who who heard. Maybe they should reach out to us and have us on their podcast. Maybe. I like that idea. Yeah. Turn us around. Here's the thing. Okay. Is this this the thing? The thing is, I also know us. And um, uh, yeah, we, we don't we don't hold do up very well, well exactly in this environment. We want to be nice. Yeah, we want to be nice. kind. We want to please. <laughs> like people. when we had Fair Abraham on, and we we're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we let her mm-hmm. talk. We didn't even mm, know what okay. she was talking about or what Thank she was you. saying. Have a nice day. And yeah. then we were like, um, what was that? And Bradley, I yeah. do. I need to remind you, we allowed that to happen not once, but twice. Yeah. Mama June, mm-hmm. Courtney Stodden. We will let people come sweet, on our show. Sweet Brown, Tan Mom. And we'll Mom. sit back and just let them do whatever it is that they do. Here's and then the when thing. we hang up, then we'll tell you what we think. Here's the thing. It would be a nice commercial for them to get the word out about the Goopfellas podcast. I mean, you know, here's why I believe that he responded the way he did. He knows if if this was not just some shady attempt to be like, I see you bitches, mm-hmm. which, you know, could be. He seems like a perfectly nice guy, however. So it could just be that he's like, I see what you guys are doing. You're giving us attention and free advertising for our podcast. I'm going to honor you for doing so with a few likes on your Instagram exactly. page. Which, you know, 
so I think we've done our due diligence and they can say thank you, um, which he did. And that's all we need to do with that. Is there a really tiny piece of you Mm. that wonders if they're going to talk about what we said about that? I would love that because again, there's that. Why does that make you feel awkward? Well, I'm on their site right now and I just wanted to see if they said anything about, I kind of feel like they're not giving us any free advertising whatsoever. I don't know. We'll find out. I'm going to hold out on that one. I would like Gwyneth Paltrow to have us to one of her summits summits to, but I don't have no $4,500. No, but she's going to invite us. $500. Do you know how much time and effort we have, or how much free we've, advertising yes, we've given true. that woman. That's true. And you know what? Even bad advertising. And what is that called? Also, Even bad advertising. Bad every news bad is good, good news. news. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Damster rules. I think, honestly, we bent over backwards to be kind to her. That's true. Wait, we have? Yes, because okay. we always do that thing where we're like, you know, I like <laughs> turmeric too. I just don't think it cures cancer. Okay. Okay. Also, I'm glad that she's making a lot of money and smoking her ciggies, but I wish I had some too. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like we don't. Oh, you know. uh, okay. Well, Dr. Will Cole, if you're listening again, great job. You got us. We got got. Also, that made me a doo doo in my pants this morning <laughs> when I saw that. I thought, um, wait, what? What? Did you, at first, were you like, does that, did you, know it immediately who he how he was associated like did you remember his name oh, from yeah. talking about so the goo okay instantly when i saw this i thought um cuz i just you know i'm trying to pull it up here because again. what i thought when i saw that comment after you showed it to me without understanding who had written it i thought that it was somebody that was just sort of encouraging us to listen to this new podcast oh I see what you're saying. No, mm-hmm. I knew instantly when I saw the Goop Fellas episode was good. What I was confused by was that it was on a picture of Jamie and I. Right. And when it says you two are very talented and funny, I was like, why is this person? And then I was like, oh, my oh, God, that's too. Dr. Will Cole. Ugh. He also didn't follow us. I, that's so the like, other thing. I mean, we didn't follow him, but. I mean, I might some now. Free likes out of it. I might now. Well, I, I want, might without associate. I might not say send anything. Mixed messages. I'm not sending any messages. I'm just gonna phone. Gwyneth, call us. That also stands, by the way, for any other d bags that have issues. I I have thought about this over the year that we should really cut those segments where we name people as d bags and send them to their PR people. Oh, that's true. Good idea. I'm gonna let you spearhead that mission. Okay. Sounds good. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071, do you have an unpopular opinion about the wonderful state that we live in, Minnesota? What's your unpopular local opinion? 651-641-1071. Bradley's got one. I got got one. Several. You probably have one too. 651-641-1071. What's your unpopular local opinion after this on my talk 1071? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.
Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.